Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with the mind, y'all know. Slim, can I kick it Here we go. Well, it's time to make that change. People of the world. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm Dr. D.G. Edwards. I'm sitting in for the infamous Reverend Marion Barnett this morning on Heaven, on the KHVN uh, 89.3 on your FM dial. We got a little mixed up on the location and I was a little bit late, but uh, uh, we're going to have a great time today on our show. As you well know, Reverend Barnett has done this show for over 30 years and I'm honored for him to ask me to to share this uh, platform today. We're going to talk about health, and we want you to uh, chime in and let us know how you see uh, health care here in America, particularly here in uh, Dallas County. And uh, we want you to call in and give us your opinions on how things are going in your health life. And uh, so we are going to uh, continue to to work to make health care better here uh, in the city uh, of Dallas. There are some striking uh, reports that are out, and I wanted to, want to say to you that uh, for those of you who have um, visited my urgent care clinic there at 4498 uh, Marcellus, I am thankful for you guys to come by and see us, and um, we have uh, tried to make this a first-class uh uh, healthcare center there in the southern sector of Dallas. I don't like the fact that we have 41 hospitals in the city or in the county. 39 of them are north of the Trinity and only two are on the south side of the Trinity. I don't see how any group of people, uh, citizens, can um, get the proper health care that they need when there's such a desert uh, on the southern sector of town. I want to get you to uh, give us your input so we can sort of uh, develop some strategies that will help us to relieve uh, this desert uh, of uh, health care in the southern sector uh, of Dallas. And so having said that, I want you to call in and give us your uh, Give us your input. The U.S. system currently, uh, we have the best technology in the world. We have the best training in the world. Uh, however, we spend more uh, than any other uh, industrialized nation of its kind. And then, but we lack behind in key healthcare measures, uh, particularly high infant mortality rate and uh, the lowest life expectancy. So. Let's look at this. We're spending the most money, but we're getting the poorest results. Uh, an American woman is more likely to die from pregnancy and childbirth compared to any other industrialized nations. So is this really a mystery? What is this? Is this uh, something uh, more sinister than that? I think that it's <laughs> it has to do with uh, disparities uh, has to do with uh, racial issues and inequities. Um, so <clears throat> I purposely um, went to the southern sector of Dallas because 75216 uh, we in the Glendale Shopping Center uh, I noticed 
years ago that we were one of the highest diabetic zip codes in the nation. And now I think we rank number three in the nation for that population of people and the number of diabetics for population. We are, I think, number three in the nation, 75216 here in Dallas, Texas. So I thought it would be incumbent on me to to do what I could to alleviate, reduce the amount of uh, 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 amputations, uh, reduce the uh, the dialysis. Uh, so many people have to do dialysis. It's very, very incumbent and uh, cumbersome on those persons, the family, uh, to have uh, diabetic uh, people who have such complications. Uh, the peripheral neuropathy that they have to deal with, the feet, uh, the pain. Uh, it is, it's, healthcare can be very, rather taxing, and I don't think that we necessarily have to have uh, this, this type of picture uh, in, in our neighborhood. Um, the first year of life here in America, compared to other nations, babies, black babies are twice uh, as likely to die of childbirth. Um, every every healthcare measure, for the most part, um, uh, of persons who are under 65 in this country, uh, the death rates are significantly higher. Uh, and so we want to uh, really uh, chime in that. We want to hear what you have to say about it. Many of you are diabetics. Many of you uh, have high blood pressure. Many of you have had strokes uh, uh, in in the past, and so we want to hear from you as to what do you think we we need to do, what we can do, uh, what's important for us to do. What have you uh, been able to uh, uh, find out on your own about uh, the health disparities that we have here, uh, not only in Dallas but also. Uh, uh, in um, uh, in the United States, so we're. This is Dr. Edwards. I want to hear from you, uh, KNON eighty nine point three uh, on your FM dial. Uh, want to hear from you. So. All right. Uh, good morning. Uh, we, we have a long-time listener on uh, line one, and uh, just before it's almost 7.20, we'll uh, take a break. Okay. Yeah, what's up? All right, we're back. Uh, KNON 89.3, the voice of the people. Uh, I'm Dr. D.G. Edwards. I'm sitting in for the infamous... Uh, Reverend Marion Barnett are here at uh, KNON. Um, we were talking about health care. We were talking about uh, what does it mean to have uh, inadequate health care? What are some of the consequences of, of having poor health care in, in America? Do we really have a reason to have uh, poor health care for certain sectors of the cities and the states? Uh, and uh, the same people in the same states have better health care. And we want to hear from you uh, what uh, you believe that could be, we could do here in Dallas and some of the uh, uh, implementations we could start uh, so that we 
would uh, would have better outcomes. I was uh, invited to uh, a um, neighborhood meeting uh, this week uh, and to see what we can do and work with the citizenry as well as the uh, local government uh, here in the city and how we can improve health care and how we can uh, reduce uh, mortality and how we can reduce um, surgeries that could uh, that could could actually end up in fatalities we want we want to know uh, what are some of the things that we can implement are there public policies that we need to approach uh, together uh, and we can uh, make this a better city because we have healthier people. Wherever there are p- uh, poor health, there's usually uh, uh, poor or um, lower incomes. And so is there a direct connection between uh, here in America uh, income and health care? Are people who have lots of money, do they have uh, poor health care outcomes as opposed to people who do not have uh, a lot of uh, money and what are the struggles that they have uh, is this a uh, is this an economic based uh, health care system is it uh, those who who have can get the best health care um, <clears throat> those who uh, do not have uh, will, will get the least health care uh, and I, there are several books uh, that uh, uh, I've uh, actually studied over the years Dr. Michael Byrd an American Health Dilemma and he uh, he shows us how this system was initially set up and then how it has evolved over the last uh, 400 years and what has changed uh, for poor people, people who need health care uh, has, has it really changed at all and really, it has not over 400 years. So 16, since 1619, uh, the healthcare uh, industry has continued to evolve, continued to grow, continued to expand with greater technology. And yet, at the same time, there are those who uh, really never get ac- access to uh, those uh, to those uh, uh, growth uh, spurts. So. Um, we want to continue to work uh, uh, on a on a on a regular basis um, and uh, see what we can do. Uh, I think that the fact that we um, were able to get a space uh, large enough to put some equipment in that we know uh, that patients will need to to improve their health. They need to find out what the diagnoses are. Why am I having the pain that I'm having? Why am I having uh, the discomfort that I'm having? Uh, you need equipment. You need uh, technology to be able to identify uh, those issues that uh, um, that will that will that will help you to be uh, a healthier person, where you can uh, interact with uh, your family. You don't have to, uh, uh, you know be home because you're sick. So we, we really studied this out uh, over a two-year period. And uh, in May, uh, we, we opened the uh, Marcellus Avenue Urgent Care Clinic. And so we're excited about it. Uh, the people 
uh, in the Oak Cliff area uh, have shown a great deal of support that we we are meeting a need, and so that's uh, uh, for me that's comforting that we are we made decisions that will help meet the needs of people who need the services, and uh, so. Um, I want to hear from you. I want to see what you have to say. Uh, and uh, we have a long time, uh, um, long time listener on the line too. Okay, long time listener. Uh, good morning. Uh, I just wanted to tell you that um, we're going to let you slide this time using CP time since you get such high accolades from Pastor Barnett all the time. <laughs> we'll let you, we don't let you slide this time. Don't try that again. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> As you know, um, Dr. Barnett has been talking about you for a long time on the radio, so uh, we're kind of familiar with the fact that you're, you're uh, boots on the ground, if you will, when it comes to black people's health care. So thank you for that. Uh, I have a question <clears throat> for you rather than a comment. And that is that everybody I'm sure that's watching the news is paying attention to this doctor with the tainted ivy bag. And my question is, sometimes when I go to the doctor, uh, if it's an emergency, they want to start talking about putting an IV bag in my arm just in case they have to admit me or something. And a couple of times I've, I don't know, I just didn't feel like I needed that, so I refused it. Uh, is that something that I should not be doing? Is like, just let them go ahead and put an IV bag in my arm just in case? Well, let, let's look at it this way. Um, I've worked emergency medicine for the last 21, 22 years. One of the things I, I try not to do is to stick to patient more than once. So let's say that you, uh, it looks very innocuous that we weren't gonna have to do a whole lot. If we use just it, we stick to that one time, if we have to put other medicines in that we were not anticipating, we don't have to stick you again. So um, it, it can be an advantage. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan uh, because I, a lot of times don't really know. And once we get some, some of the labs back or, or x-ray back or CT back, what you need, it will require an IV. So if we want to get blood work uh, and you may need some medication, I don't want to stick you twice or three times or four times to do uh, what needs to be done. So um, it, you know, it has, it has its advantages. Uh, I, if, I, if you come to see me uh, in the emergency room, and I think that, you know, let's, let's use for an example, nausea and vomiting, okay? I will, I will say, okay, is this from a virus? Is this uh, food poisoning? The, the differential diagnosis that we'll have to use, if, if most of them is gonna require, maybe require fluids, okay, I'll stick you once and then that would be pretty much it. So if you don't need the IV, you only got stick once, uh, stuck once. If you need the fluids, we already have that uh, in place. So uh, it has its, its advantages and disadvantages, but uh, I think in emergency settings, 
when you come to the emergency room, we have to assume that it is an emergency and you may need uh, medications that uh, may not be uh, able, you may not be able to take it uh, by oral or IM or I intramuscular. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I just, I, I'm thinking about the patient as well as the process that I may be treating is uh, to go ahead, get an IV started, draw some blood, uh, give some fluids. Let's see how that goes. I was like, okay, so we, we only had the sticky ones to do that. Does, does that, that make sense? Yes, sir, and I'll thank you very much, and you have a lovely day. Y- thank you. Yes, ma'am, same thing to you. Do we have another caller there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we have uh, Mr. T on uh, line three. Mr. T. Yes. Good morning, Mr. T. Good, Grand uh, Rising, and good morning. Good morning. Um, I heard it, guys, and I've also I've heard a lot about you, and all I want to say is, uh, uh, before I ask a couple of uh, questions, we're not questions, but uh, I just wanted to say I'm, I'm very, very grateful for what you do. And I am really glad to hear the things that you do do. Uh, I just want to let you know that I really appreciate that. So I just wanted to start by saying that. Um, also, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, in my opinion, um, overall, I just want to say that I think we really need to get back to culture. I really believe that. Um, I teach African cultural education, and in this cultural education, um, not only eating the right foods and stuff like that is so important, but exercise is a really good thing for us to do that's what we used to always do and i think by getting back to nature and getting back to the things that we do in the past would be a great help for us and i guess my last question i guess a question for you i didn't have a question now um do you, are you planning on, on going out from dallas are you planning on going into the Collin county area i just want to know that just for future reference and um i just want to ask that question I, I had not um, looked at it. Um, I, you know, I, I focused uh, initially over the last several years uh, on what what part of town would make the biggest impact if I went there or that I could make the biggest impact or the largest impact. And so I, I had not uh, had not considered uh, Collin County, not that I wouldn't. Uh, usually those more suburban areas usually have the health care that they need, the number of doctors per uh, uh, percentage population that they need, uh, where, uh, you know, in 75216, there are scarce doctors. So I, I wanted to go where I could perhaps make the biggest difference. And I, I do agree with you 100%. Uh, that, you know, we have to, there are some things that medication, we wouldn't need it if we did what we needed to do. And that is to exercise, to to eat more fruits and vegetables, uh, more natural foods. um, And the the, the body, and I think that you know this, uh, the body has the ability to heal itself if you give it the proper things that it needs. But it, it'll need those things to be able to uh, hold its own. And um, some of our habits and uh, some of the things that we do, uh, some of the things that we put into our bodies, it just can only tolerate it so long. So 
Uh, I, I agree 100% that, uh, you know, we, we, we have to do our part as well. Uh, unfortunately, we have, you know, in some of the areas, we don't have, you know, top-notch food and vegetables. Uh, it's mainly canned, and it has a lot of processed uh, elements in it. So uh, that's a cultural thing that actually looks like it's a medical thing, but it really isn't. They all kind of go together. You know, and so I, I think that you, I think you're uh, spot on uh, in particular our culture. Well, if I could be of any assistance to you, uh, please give me a call at 972-358-6546. Uh, 972-358-6546. And again, just keep doing what you're doing. And like I said, man, it's a wonderful thing. And um, I'm loving what I'm hearing. So I, I appreciate you. Well, thank you much. Uh, we are, we're we're uh, uh, I bought a book uh, this week called Under the Skin by Linda Villarosa and she talks about the hidden toll of racism uh, on American lives and on the health of our nation um, we you know to lie about it we it wouldn't do us a lot of good we, we have to understand that there are racial uh, uh, barriers uh, still in, in, in our country, health care being one of them. And um, we have to deal with that. Um, one of the things that I, 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 I taught my kids, and that was that there's not a whole lot you can do about who your mother and father was going to be, what they were going to name you, who, you know, what your name was going to be, what color you were, you really can't do anything about it. So uh, I taught my kids to be problem solvers and find out what solutions can you bring to the table and and not that you ignore the fact that, you know, race is an issue, but you can't do anything about it. So don't spend a lot of time on what you can't do anything about. Spend your time on things that you can do something about. Um my daughter is a, is a physician in uh, New York, and um, uh, she graduated from high school pretty early and stuff like that. So I told her to not to get into this profession if she was getting in it for the money. And she cushed, you know, every class there, uh, uh, you know, your um, colleagues who are in it strictly for the money. But I, I, I begged her not to get in this. If you don't really love the people, and if you don't really care uh, about how they uh, progress and how they, the quality of life they live, they can live from a health standpoint, not to get into this this profession. It, this is not what this is about. Um, <clears throat> I don't, I'm not, and of course I didn't want her to apologize for for being a good physician to go the extra mile. Uh, you can do quite well in this profession, but. That that's a that's the priority uh, for this uh, to do uh, what you are uh, called to do uh, should not uh, monetary reasons should not be the first thing that comes to comes to mind. So um, you know I'm 71 years old and I uh, I think that this is admirable uh, to to go back and do what I can. I'm in good health. Uh, and so um, I think that 
what the previous caller said is 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 spot on to uh, to go back to your cultural things. I grew up on, on a little small five acre land uh, in East Texas, and we played football and uh, we played uh, baseball on. I mean, it's on the uh, on the ground. It was it had no. We didn't have any grass. It was it was it was hard going. So. Uh, and so we learned how to to use what we had to to uh, stay in good health and, and keep our weight down and and so forth. So um, we're we're this this book that I wanted to just kind of share with you that I bought uh, by this Linda Villarosa. I'm I was I was very impressed on how she had taken the information and and this. Uh, giving it to us. I think we're up against a break at this time. And we'll see you on the other side. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with mine, We're back, we're back on KNON 89.3 FM on your radio dial. I'm Dr. D.G. Edwards singing for the infamous uh, Marion Barnett. And we're talking about health care today. We believe that it's it's important that we understand what... uh, we are we are lacking in what are we what are we gonna have to do to uh, to make it better and uh, uh, I want to hear from you uh, and let us uh, let's let's dialogue together um, I I learned so much from my patients and I make it clear that we are we build relationships uh, and if if you know everything you don't have any business coming to me and if I know everything I shouldn't. Uh, ha- have you to come in. What we try to do is build a, a relationship uh, and you uh, as much a part of, of a relationship in health care uh, as the physician or the caregivers. Uh, so um, uh, this is this is what I, I think is, is good for us. And of course, there are external uh, factors that we uh, also have to deal with. Uh, when I graduated from med school, I didn't understand that the that there was going to be so much uh, legal, uh, technical uh, uh, intrusion into uh, my career. But uh, there's also uh, the other side that we have to deal with other than health care, and that is uh, there are the the things with the uh, political uh, and uh, legal side. Uh, We have somebody on the line right now. Yes, uh, we have uh, James on the line too. Okay. Hello, James. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Edwards. Uh, hello? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, uh, Doc, uh, I agree with you. Uh, I think that healthcare should be a right in this country and not a privilege for those who have the money. Like it is in, uh, it should be like it is in a whole lot of other countries. You know, you can, you don't have to have a lot of money to get good healthcare. Uh, the profit motive is not the uh, the main thing in in the whole uh, healthcare industry, they, in, in many places they have uh, uh, what you call Medicare for all, what we would call Medicare for all. Uh, so, Doc, I would want to ask you, um, what um, efforts do you know of that are directed toward making healthcare available to everybody, uh, without regard to how much money they got in their pocket? And I'll. Uh, Hang up and get the answer. I, I I agree. Here's here's what here's where we are. Um, <clears throat> the 
it has been for the uh, majority who who controls the healthcare industry. Uh, you know, they they see healthcare totally different. Uh, the the Medicaid and Medicare system that came in in 1965 was just a just a snippet on what we what you're talking about. I believe it should be a right and not a privilege. I think that healthcare, if of all the things that we deal with in life, I don't think healthcare should be the one that we need to uh, worry about. <clears throat> So many people don't even go to the physician or to the doctor because it's it's so expensive. So by the time that they find out that they have a a, a terminal disease or something that needs to be should have been dealt with years earlier or months earlier, they find themselves uh, where they can't work uh, because there was no maintenance uh, of health care. Uh, there's several issues with this. This is this this is not this is not the Hippocratic uh, version of medicine, nor is it the M M Hotep version of medicine, uh, where we where you get what you what you can afford. Uh, that's that's not uh, that's not that's not good at all. And I do agree that we it should be a a privilege. Uh, a right and not a privilege, because when you have when you have money, you you can get the best surgeons. For instance, if you go out, if you don't have money and you have to go to a public hospital like Parkland, uh, usually those people you can go out there now and the the waiting room is going to be full. the The people who do not really have money um, usually will be seen by uh, intern a resident or maybe a medical student. If you want to see the top-notch doctors at Parkland, at uh, the uh, um, other facilities that work with them, you'll, you'll need your, your Blue Cross and Blue Shield card or your Aetna or uh, Cigna or whatever the case is. So healthcare really in America is is a is a privilege and not a right. I think it is. I think it's. Um, I think it's going against the grain. I do not agree with it. And if it was were left up to me, it would, everybody would have a right to annual exams. Uh, the ACA came in with uh, President Obama, and it has. It, it it you know a lot of people fought it, and particularly the rich people fought it until they found out they could get richer. Uh, by paying for, you know, the uh, pharmaceuticals and so forth. So they were uh, against it, particularly the AMA, who has voted against every piece of legislation uh, that has been put forth uh, in America that would, would, would bring equity into health care and access. They have voted against it until this uh, a, uh, ACA, uh, the Affordable Care Act. And it, it is really, it has been a really blessing to see some of the people who would have not had uh, health care, perhaps have had to go on dialysis or lose a limb uh, because of diabetes. They've been able to get their medications and um, uh, stay in the game and continue to work and be productive citizens. So it, it when you, 
you know, there's somebody that needs to explain. Maybe somebody can call and explain to me how in America can you uh, spend uh, $4 trillion every 12 months on health care um, and at an 18% of the gross national uh, product, and you still have uh, outcomes that are worse than some third world countries. Uh, infant mortality rate, uh, longevity of citizens. Uh, how, how does that happen? What is is there a mystery that we are missing? Uh, or is this uh, intentional? Is this something that we uh, just uh, hadn't dealt with? What is it that we could you can spend the most and get the least? What is, what what is that? What what does that actually mean to you? And what solutions you know would you implement? To reverse or to attempt to reverse uh, this this agony that we that we deal with. So uh, I, you know, I'm I'm not a politician, and so I don't really know a whole lot about it. I understand public policy, and I think that should be a public policy that healthcare should uh, be a uh, be a right and not a privilege. Uh, in many countries, uh, for instance. Uh, a patient may go to the doctor and give their insurance card to the doctor and they'll say, well, you're not in our network. What do you mean I'm not in your network? What What is a network? Uh, in other countries, if you have a broken bone or, or laceration, the doctor that's near you, you go over to that doctor in that neighborhood and that doctor will repair or do what is necessary to get you back to full health. And it doesn't matter uh, uh, they turn their bill in, that bill is paid, and you don't have an access issue. Uh, many patients give up because you they can't see the doctor that they want, um, and so they just uh, throw in the towel. So th- it makes it very difficult, and I think that uh, that you know we are um, you know we are much better than that. Uh, however, you know we have. It's a political uh, football as well. Um, if you did not know, the healthcare lobbyists—they are the number one lobbyists uh, in the United States. Uh, they spend more on lobbying than any other group. So the healthcare uh, uh, advantages can remain with those guys who have the money to uh, to to make sure that they stay in power and those who are friends of those uh, uh, donors are, are their, their families are well protected. Uh, so it, it really looks like it has a lot to do with economics uh, and finance and what you have to do to, uh, you know, have a system the way we have it. Quite frankly, um, um, I'm I'm embarrassed uh, because we could be a whole lot better. Uh, we could s- save more lives, and of course, you don't ever know <clears throat> during the course of what life you save could be uh, a true uh, advantage uh, and uh, injection into our society. We don't know there there are kids that that uh, you know were never born that should have been born we don't know what they could have brought to our uh, society so it, it to me I don't I don't particularly like it 
um, and I'm not uh, a fan of, of, of what you have just uh, alluded to, which I think is uh, a spot on. I think that that's, that's, it, should be, it should be a uh, right and not a privilege. So, um, you know, let me hear what uh, what do you what do you guys have to say about what do you think health care should be a right or, sh- or should it be a privilege? You you let me know what you think, and then uh, let's dialogue a little bit and uh, uh, let's see what you say. We have somebody on on the line. I think we've got somebody on the line here. Henry, Henry, okay. Hold on, hold on. Henry, okay. All right, so we have uh, Henry on uh, line one. Okay, Uh, Henry? Yes. Good morning. Hello. Okay, I have a a question to ask you. Yes, sir. uh, Okay, here's the question. Uh, I've been seeing a doctor down in DeSoto for maybe 20 years. Okay, now, I found out, not through her, but uh, uh, when I called, I needed to, need to see her I called. And instead of them, <clears throat> when I asked for her, they said that uh, that they, they were no longer, her office, she had, she had turned it over to a well man. Okay. So now, what I'm, what I'm, what I guess what I'm trying to say now, I haven't seen her. I haven't seen a regular doctor. I'm only seeing a nurse practitioner. And then I find out I went in once and I asked. I said, well, I'm gonna see you. Just I don't, I don't think I should call the doctor's name, maybe. But I said, I'm gonna see, and I'm gonna see her. And they said, no. So she's retiring. Well, I didn't, you know, I don't. I, I was gonna last. I hadn't saw her since the. The the, plant, the the virus story. I've been only seeing talked over the phone, but the the point I'm getting to, I'm having you know I'm having some uh, some serious issue with you know, with with my with me, and I'm only seeing a nurse practitioner. I don't know if we're mad going to bring somebody in, uh, doctor in or what. But I was I was there two weeks ago. And I know they had removed her name from the sign. It was well mad and had her name on the bottom of it. I guess my question I'm trying to ask you, what, what I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what I'm going through, doctor. I'm dealing with a blood pressure. I'm dealing with a, a, a cholesterol. And I'm a, and I'm a diabetic. And I, my question, I, I, I'm, my children keep saying I need to be on the uh, primary doctor. Is that right? I think so. I mean, the nurse practitioners, you know, that's something that's been evolving over the last uh, 15 years or so. Uh, and and they, uh, some of them have trained in the military, uh, some of them haven't. Um, and so the, you know, what you see on, if you go through training in medical school, you get a chance to go to the emergency room, you see surgery. So um, they have um, they have training uh, and you know, they're suspect of, of if, it's, if it's enough, but uh, many of them are very good taking care of, you know, diabetes, high blood pressure, uh, you know, uh, and diabetic complications. Some, some of them are very good, just like doctors they are. Uh, I'm, the, the verdict is still out is if if that's 
it's, that's going to be a one of the the solutions for our current health system and how bad it is uh, uh, for some and how good it is for others. Uh, <clears throat> there are groups, um, very powerful groups like WellMed, who <laughs> who go in and they will buy that physician's practice and then that physician turns around and works for them and they you there are certain criteria you have to do and you have to maintain to stay in that well-med group uh, uh, it's a it's a very powerful group they you know they have you know you know, lots of money. They they can do a lot a lot of things. What their their goal is that this is what they say is that we want to keep you out of the hospital, and so they have a uh, a list of things. For instance, let's say you are diabetic. They have a list of things that you go in, and they'll say, "Hey, you need this test, this test, this test." And I'm I'm I I think that I think that that's great, but I think it needs to be for everybody. That that's that's my that's my thing. I don't think it ought to be just for, you know, uh, uh, those who can afford it and that kind of thing. So, um, I, me personally, I'm old school. Uh, yeah. I grew up. I had you know we had our doctors and you know that's who I expected to see and and some yeah. you know some people are are, are that way. So. Um, I, 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 got, I, I hear you. I, I hear you, and um, I don't, I'm not sure I know all the answers. I don't think we ought to throw all of the NPs under the bus or the PAs. Yeah. They are, some of them are excellent. Uh, I just, I'm, I just didn't train with them, and I'm not sure that I know enough to, yes, de- you know, to deny or not, um, you know, but they are, there are some very good ones, and I know some very good ones, so, um, that's something that maybe you and I can work on as to yeah. how do we how do we how do we evaluate that and is that good for the sickest people? Do, does the sickest people see the least trained? Um, so, you know, you you have a you have an excellent point. Yes, sir. Well, one one thing I know I, uh, now they uh, they uh, because I'm a diabetic I had problem with my pain in my leg and so I was seeing uh, I'm, I'm just telling I can't pronounce that word but I was seeing a, a foot doctor mm-hmm. okay but, uh, and so he had other patients were seeing the same doctor I was seeing and uh, I was in LA the first part of this one I believe you're seeing and so he asked me well I'm going to stay with him I told him that I, I didn't know right now because he said he some of his patients they they had been sent to him and they was in the same shoe. He had me that I know she they were, she was retired. I said no. He said they didn't know even someone was upset because after being a long time patient, you know, they were saying well it looked like they were being a word that that was happening and people had the choice what to do, you know, up front maybe. So right now, doctor, I'm gonna say that I know other people wanna call it because right now I had a problem uh, with my bowel movement and I had discussed this with this doctor. Way, way, way last year, and and I'm gonna tell you, since I've been seeing this nurse practitioner, she has been working with me pretty good. Cause I had, uh, I had uh, a CT scan, I had uh, 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 X-ray of my stomach, and so the CT scan came out. Uh, they said it was okay, but they wanted me to see. I guess you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this now, cause I, I, a GI doctor, I guess you know what they, that's gastric, gastroenterologist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I saw him 
uh, last week, and he said, well, he won't ask me the last time I had a colonoscopy. I had a colonoscopy in 2015. So he got me scheduled to do a colonoscopy to try to see cause I, uh, see what, what, what's going on in me. But my main question was, I guess I'm trying to ask, do I do I just need to get on uh 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 uh, uh you know get on the doctor stay with the nurse practitioner because I don't know if they're gonna point a doctor. My daughter said they have to have a doctor there because what if she say the doctor have to okay? Is that right too? Yeah, that that's right. We, we're running into a break, but uh, uh, as long as they're doing the things that needs to be done, then get them done. Whether it's done by me or him or her, you know. So those things that need to be done. But we're running into a break, and thank you so much for your call. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with the you know? We're back on hour two of the voice of the people. Uh, Dr. D.G. Edwards sitting in for Reverend Marion Barnett, uh, KNON 89.7 on your FM dial. Uh, 89.3. 89.3. Uh, I had a long week this week, two funerals. And, all right, 89.3. Uh, my apology. But we've been talking about health care, and hopefully we've been able to um, to share with you some of the things that we um, are dealing with in our health care system and what can we do to improve that. And we want to hear from you uh, what uh, what you think uh, is, is good for us and what, what you think uh, we need to do, what things we need to stop doing, what things we need to uh, consider doing that we're not doing. And so healthcare is um, what we're talking about. Uh, what we're talking about today. Uh, I'm uh, completing a book uh, that I started on a couple of years ago. American America's Health System: Three Colors, uh, Black, White, and Green. And uh, hopefully, we'll have this out by the uh, first of the year. Uh, I've actually completed the book uh, when I got into. Uh, finishing my uh, the urgent care, it uh, I had to to slow down on it, and uh, but I think it'll be a great book for uh, uh, people to read and to understand, have some understanding of how the American health system really really works. Um, we can do better. Uh, however, we have to work together. Uh, we don't really. Um, that has not been one of the better things that we've been able to do is work together uh, uh, with particularly here in Dallas, uh, the Parkland system, the Baylor system, the Methodist system. Um, what it seems like to me is that they uh, set out and they do exactly what they want to do. They may listen to uh, what you have to say, but they tend to really monopolize what goes on healthcare-wise here. Uh, in the city, um, and it'd be great if we could get uh, a dialogue uh, on uh, KNON uh, with one of the CEOs of Baylor or and or Parkland and or Methodist or uh, any of the other major groups and sit down and see why they uh, think in, uh, that there's only need for two hospitals south of the Trinity with a million people and 39 hospitals south, uh, north of the Trinity with uh, a million people. Uh, I'd like to hear what they have to say about that and how did it, was this accidental, was this on purpose? Um, does it, is it, is it something that they think is good for the, the, the community? Um, 
I, I, I'd like to have, you know, um, some feedback uh, also with the Dallas County uh, Health Department. And we, we could sit down and let, let them tell us why there uh, are no really major facilities uh, in the southern sector that are not uh, publicly owned. Um, and so um, I'd like to hear that. But we have a we have a call. Yeah, we have a Rene on the line one now. Okay. Uh, good morning, Rene. Hey, Doctor, how are you? How are you this morning? Good morning. How are you? I'm all right. Is this the Doctor Edwards over on Barnes Yes, ma'am. Okay, I've been listening to Doctor. I mean, uh, uh, Pastor Rene talk about you. I was trying to figure out how can I get the. To, first of all, I don't have any insurance. Mm-hmm. I've been going to Parkland. And uh, I've been trying to get my legs in. I, I can't seem to uh, get any answers about my legs. My uh, knees, they tighten up on me. And that's really causing me having trouble to walk. And uh, my uh, legs, they kind of, uh, I'm just having problems. And I've been going to the doctor. They told me it was kind of persistence what I tried to say. Just like the fire caller called and said, they tell you one thing and it's something else that they be doing. And I'm just trying to find out how can I go about getting me some help now outside for Medicaid. And it, nothing has to my bed, nothing has happened. But I'm really trying because it's, it's getting harder. I'm just 60 and I know something can be done better than what they're doing for my legs. Yeah. Instead of giving me all this medication and stuff like that. Because if they could just guide me the way I will go to find out. First, I just need somebody to help me. Right, yeah. Well, uh, you you have you have my number, don't you? No, sir, I don't oh. have it. I, okay, I, let me I let me give it to you. Uh, it's, it's okay. I'll, I'll give you my uh, office number. You come by. We'll sit down and, and work out a plan if you want me to help you with it. Um, yes, you know, and you know, and I'll give it the best shot that I, you know, that I that I have. Uh, yes, my, my number is two one four. Yes, sir. Four three two. One four five zero. Yeah, that's two one four four three two one four five zero. Okay, you come. Yeah, you come by on Monday, and uh, we'll. Um, you know, we'll we'll work something out and see if we can't get to the bottom of it and get you, um, you know, get you back to, to uh, get you back to work. It's it's forty it's forty four ninety eight. Forty four ninety eight. We we're right behind Catfish Floyd there at Ken, at Ann Arbor and uh, Glendale Shopping Center. What's that zip code? Seven five two one six. Okay, I'm going to try my best to get that. I got you because I got to get this taken care of. But your name is Dr. Who? Edwards. I know Edwards, but your first name. Yeah, Dravis, D-R-A-L-V-E-S. D- uh-uh. D- 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 D-G Edwards. Just use D-G. D-G <laughs> yeah, my first name is the only one in the world, actually. Uh, Dravis is the only. Uh, there's no other Dravis in the, out of 7 billion people. I'm the only oh, one. Oh, Dravis. D-R-A-L-V-E-S. 
Okay, call me on Monday okay. and we'll 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 work out whatever we're we'll we'll get okay, there. I'll, okay, I'll call because I'm having a hard time getting around. I really okay. thank you. Yeah. Have a blessed day. Yes, thank ma'am. You, you too. Me. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye bye. We have someone else on the call. Okay. All right, uh, we have uh, Imani on uh, line three. Okay, good morning, Imani. Dr. Edwards, my, uh, my wonderful doctor, how are you doing this morning? Fine, sir, how are you? Well, I I'm, I'm just want to thank you for letting me be your patient. Because I'm telling everybody out here, one thing about you, uh, I, I keep telling people they, they, uh, about you, I trust you. That's why I wish everybody would try to help us uh, build that area, that area up and come to you because I am your patient. Yeah, I've seen you three times. I'm coming over there. I had to postpone yesterday because I had to run out of town, but I will be back. I, 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 I've been going to the Veterans Hospital for years. I've been going to Parkland. I've used all the hospitals, but I've had several people that die at the Methodist and, 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 and I don't trust them. But I do trust you, and I just want you to know that. Well, I appreciate that, and uh, uh, we are we, uh, we we appreciate you giving us the confidence that that uh, you believe that we could help you. And uh, of course, if I can, I'll always tell you I can't. And if I can, uh, I'll tell you I can. So we we appreciate uh, we appreciate you coming to see us. Oh, Doctor Edwards, I have some more people, but they always want to specialize. I said, "Well, go to the he's a he studied medicine." He took an oath, and he keeps his oath, and he has a daughter. I said, just go to him. Now, he might not specialize in this, but just go to him because he can lead you in the right direction. I, I told my wife that, and I can't get her from North Dallas. I said, you go over there and talk to him, and if, he's a doctor. He went to school just like everybody else. And so if he can't, maybe he don't specialize in what you have, but I know one thing, he'll get you on the right road. So I just want to let everybody know I trust you. And we need to start loving and caring about one another like you do us. Thank All right. You. Well, we do thank you so much, Imani. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. And we have uh, Leon on uh, line two. Okay. Leon? Yes. Okay. Good morning, Leon. Good morning, doctor. Good morning. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm great. It's, I'm feeling great. Now. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, yeah. Um, I have not had a chance to follow up on our conversation with my insurance provider uh, because uh, we talked about you as a primary care, and I remember you mentioned it because you are where you're set up now. You're not quite ready for that yet, but I need to ask anyway. But and I will be glad when you can uh, do primary care because I would like to have you as my primary care physician uh, because of. Simply what the what the gentleman before me said, the trust factor. Uh, we don't have enough African American doctors, and what 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 I feel is when I go to a doctor's office, they kind of they, the other doctors of different ethnic groups, they kind of look at me sideways with a side eye, and I don't feel like feel that comfort level, like the gentleman was saying before. So, in addition to the fact that we need more doctors in general, we particularly need more African-American doctors. And first of all, what is your, what is your uh, opinion on that? Well, the studies show, uh, well, let, let's back up a little bit, and I think you and I kind of talked about this. Um, the 
the way the system is set up is is has never been uh, attractive for you know African Americans uh, uh, physicians uh, because remember we by the the society uh, and the American Medical Association they have always looked at black doctors as cast they've always looked at black patients as only good for experimental purposes exploitation and training okay so the the majority of physicians see us as a cast I remember in 1971 72 73 in Fort Worth the Lone Star um, uh, medical society viewed every one of the 98% of the black doctors in Fort Worth as defective okay there's a it, it's that's 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 not you you can't get 98% of physicians who've gone through all the training to be uh, defective okay so we have a societal issue that 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 actually pierces the value and of, of, of what we're trying to do um, we have two black medical schools, three black medical schools. Those three black medical schools produce 50% of all the black physicians in America, okay? So we have 168 or 69, some 170 medical schools. And these three medical schools produce 50% of the, of the black physicians in America. So uh, the studies show that black patients' outcomes do a lot better than when they go to physicians of their of their ethnic group, um, and so that's what you're saying is not anything to be apologetic for. Um, you know, the uh, other physicians just they they don't see you as as full humans. And that's why they treat you differently. Uh, and I'm not saying every single one of them, but the vast majority of them have bought into the fact that we are inferior, we're genetically inferior, okay? There are many who still feel that way, that we are genetically inferior. They believe that because of the dark skin, that our pain level, we can take a lot more pain just because we're black. That, you know, uh, that this black skin can handle a lot more. So that's why they are so uh, mean to us in many occasions. Uh, so, so you, you, you are right uh, that that this is this is a fact. This is not something that I made up. Uh, this is not something that I would just come on the radio and talk about without without facts. Um, so, what I what I'm doing is, is and I, you may have heard me a little earlier. I'm going to do what I know I can do. Okay, I'm not going to really worry about what somebody else thinks that I should be doing. So what I know I can do, what I'm good at, what I'm not good at, I'll let you know that. So I can say I, I don't, you know, Leon, I, I'm not real sure about this, but I tell you, I'm going to get Dr. So-and-so. We're going to take a look at it. And when he gets back with me, we'll talk about it. And then we now we have a we have a, a team working. We got you, we got the, the specialist, or whatever the case is, and then you have me. So we build in, we build in relationships, and much of medicine is relationships. Because if you trust me, you'll do what I ask you to do. If I say, I want you to take this Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you'll take it on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you don't trust me, you may not take it at all, okay? That doesn't mean you don't need it. So I, I, I agree with you that, you know, it is there's no shame in the fact that that 
you know, blacks do better with uh, with black doctors. It's it's uh, it's a fact. And so, um, you know, uh, it, it's it's America. You know, that's kind of where we live, and and that's been a race has always been some issue had some issue that negatively affects us almost in everything, whether it's uh, you know uh, a teacher or educators or you know business owners. Um, you know, we, we, we've had that problem here in, the, in this country, uh, and it's written in enough books that we don't have to argue about it. What, we, what I'm asking is that we work together to, to do the best that we can for each other. Uh, if I can't do something, I just can't do it. So it's not, it's not doesn't mean that I'm a bad doctor because I know I can't do certain things. There are things I do well. Uh, so... Um, I, I I think that you you are right, and I think that we we have to continue to work uh, to to improve the outcomes for for everybody, and not just blacks, but but for Hispanics, for whites, for uh, Asians. You know, we this is not this is not something that we ought to just you know racially. Uh, Segregate because we don't like certain colors and that kind of thing. I, I don't like that even lifestyle. I don't even like to talk about it because it's it's so hideous and and it has so little value to it. Um, and so uh, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, one one uh, one of the other thing, uh, doctor, uh, that there was a hospital on Sai that I don't know whether it's still there or not or whatever, but. It sat so long for years being just an empty building. And that would be such a great thing if someone like you could get a hold of something like that and reopen it. Because you also mentioned the, the lack of medical facilities below I-30. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I remember, I think it was called Tri-City at one time. And uh, there was some brothers, I think, that owned it. And I'm not sure what the the, the issues were that uh, and they ended up closing. But I had uh, my eyes really set on uh, uh, a hospital there on, on Hampton. Uh, it was uh, oh, 120 beds or so. And... Um, I had gone out to uh, meet with some of the officials at Parkland to see if we could work together and op- reopen it at our hospital. Uh, during the pandemic, they were going to convert the, um, what is this facility, uh, the lady that's the senator uh, downtown, she had a, Cape Beta Hutchins. They were going to uh, renovate that and make that hospital bed. Well, I said, well, we already have a hospital here on, on Hampton, it's got the beds in it. You could take two weeks, and within two weeks, we could have everything in there and and operating and take care of the people. Uh, but it was but it was in the southern sector, so basically um, we we ended up uh, not being able to get it. Uh, but you know, having only two hospitals, it, that's 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 just. I mean, it's it's hard for me to even talk about. We only have two hospitals south of the Trinity with a million people. I mean, how, how do you expect to, who you who you going to, to, I mean, how do you plan on getting people back to their optimum health and when you don't have enough, you know, space? Uh, so, you know, those governments do what they want to do, okay? I can tell you that. They do what they want to do, and if they don't, 
think that that's in the best interest of, of them, uh, you know, they we have to go. But I've I've got uh, my producer saying I'm running out of time for this session. But I, I do thank you for calling, and uh, let's let's talk a little later about it. Yeah, what's up? We're back in our second hour. KNON 89.3 FM, The Voice of the People. I'm Dr. D.G. Edwards. I'm sitting in for Reverend Marion Barnett today on uh, his show, uh, one of the greatest uh, men I know. Uh, we've been talking about health care, and we have uh, had some uh, very intelligent people to give us some very intelligent uh, suggestions on how we can better this, and I do appreciate that. And, of course, I think we all need more uh, professionals, need more from their patients and what their patients uh, seems to seem to think. And uh, so we, we've had uh, a great time uh, talking about uh, health care. It it's a deep subject. Uh, it's laced with... Uh, uh, racism it has been that way for quite some time and we have to continue to work uh, and do what we know we can do to make it a better health care system uh, we have some of the finest institutions in the world here in America um, some of the best trained physicians anywhere in the world here in America um, and uh, it is not uh, uh, showing up in the stats, as the little boy would say, it's not showing up uh, on the books. And so what we want to do is we want to see how we can continue to improve. Uh, patients need to do their part. Uh, doctors need to do their part, build a team relationship, uh, and uh, continue to get uh, to the the points we want is that is to have uh, the best uh, health care outcomes that we can that we can that we can get. And so um, this four trillion dollar industry uh, is somewhat embarrassing to have some of the stats that we we have. Uh, that's just not acceptable. And uh, we want to do something about that. And uh, uh, I thank Reverend Barnett for allowing me to do that, uh, to come on his show and to uh, discuss this issue while uh, he's out of town. I do thank him uh, so much. And uh, so I want to hear from you and what you think uh, we we really need to uh, to do and what, you, what you've seen, some of the experiences that you've had and why do you think that they came out the way uh, that they did? Um, so uh, we want to uh, want want to hear from you. Uh, and have you had any issues with the race and Madison? Uh, can you share with us uh, some of the experiences perhaps you've had? And uh, we uh, uh, we'd like to hear that. And. Uh, uh, do we have some? We have some someone on our line. Okay. All right. What is your name? Bell. Bell. Okay. Hold on. All right. Uh -huh. uh, we we have a bell on our line too. Okay. Good morning, Bill. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yes. 
Go right ahead. Dr. Edwards here. Oh, oh okay. Um, I was calling, you know, because I, I was trying to find out, you know, what kind of insurance you take because I am on Medicare and I also have that um, Amera group. And I was wondering, do you take Amera group? Yes, ma'am, we do. Medicaid, Medicare, okay. and me- most major medical insurances. I don't know the ones, any ones that we don't really take. So we take Medicaid, okay. Medicare, and, and all of the um, in, uh, major insurances that that's out there. Okay, so what I was trying to do was, you know, because I had called earlier after you had, you know, first opened up to find out if you, you know, use the Amera group, and they weren't for sure. Yeah, they they were giving me a hard time. They were giving, oh my goodness, they were giving me a hard time to get enrolled. And uh, okay. so, but we, we're we we're in it now. We, we're ready to go now. Okay, okay. So then what I need to do next, then I need to get back with them because like I told them, I was not pleased with my doctor, you know, and I was trying to find another doctor. And at that time, you know, that's when, you know, she said that, you know, you all hadn't, you know, got the, you know, chance to... Uh, for them to, 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 know, to, get, to get us enrolled, yeah. Uh, right, right. So, so let me ask you this while I got you on the line. Uh, what, do, what do you like about a doctor? What do you like about a health care provider? Well, I like one that's going to take time, you know, when I'm trying to ask them or explain about some of the problems that I'm having, you know, to listen to me and to, you know, work with me on that procedure mm-hmm. doctor that I was with before mm-hmm. when I would go in and I would, you know, tell the doctor about it. I'm not going to say it was with him or her, but the doctor. And I would, you know, say, well, you know, like I'm having this pain in my right hip. I've been having this sciatic arthritis. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like with my uh, with my left foot, you know, I told him I'm having problems you know, with tingling in that. And he tells me, well, you know, you just need to exercise more. You need to just walk, you know, as if I'm in a marching band, you know, just to walk with you, you know. <laughs> and I'm saying, you know, what good is this doing me, you know? I mean, and I went to a, a, that person a few times, but, you know, I was not satisfied with, you know, the, you know, the response that I was getting. Mm-hmm. So, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to call them back and see if they'll go ahead and issue me a card for you because, you know, they'll give you a card for the doctor, you know, that just, you can see. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. Okay, but, well, well, just do that and, and call us on Monday, but we... We 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 fought and to to get it, but uh, we we're in the group now, and uh, you know there are there are different uh, shades of it, and, and one shade is different than the other. But uh, but but we're we're right. in it now, so yeah, you can you can uh, if that's what you want to do. And I and I say this to all the patients, uh, you know, I, I'm not trying to you know this is not a campaign. This is I want to take care of people who want me to take care of them. And we can right. build a relationship, and uh, that's that's kind of what I, uh, yeah, you know, um, um, that's what I, that's what I'm about. Yeah, and then you know, like you know, one of the things when get out, but you know, like maybe like a month ago, a time or two, somebody was calling me and telling me, you know, you're diabetic, and I'm saying what? I said no doctor ever told me that because the last doctor I went to, you know, they checked that and they said everything checked out and I was okay. But who is this person all of a sudden? I don't know who you are. You don't sound like you were, you know, in with, you know, the doctor that I was seeing. So I don't know what you're saying. So until I can get to somebody and find out, you know, have them to check it again. 
because, you know, I'm just not going to take your word because I don't know who you are. You calling me. You might be calling me from Timbuktu. <laughs> right, right. Well, we, well uh, you know, uh, I... Uh, let me let me just say this in quickly, um, and, I, and I know we use it uh, lightly, um, but uh, you know Timbuktu was a was an uh, an area that was absolutely full of scientists and doctors. They were very very smart, and uh, 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 I, I I will we'll talk about it after I get you better. If you come see me after I get you better, we'll talk about Timbuktu. Okay, because it's just an old phrase. I used to hear my Yeah, that, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. yeah. well, thank you so much. And call call my office on Monday, and we'll see what we have to do, whatever we have to do. We can, we'll work at it, okay? Yes, sir, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, ma'am, thank you. God bless you. Bye-bye. We have someone on another line. All right. All right, uh, we have uh, Councilwoman uh, Caroline Arnold on uh, line one. Okay, Councilwoman Arnold, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. Well, I'm excited to see that you're on the air uh, engaging the community this morning. And I just want to make a couple of points since so I'm coming in late. But number one, I am beginning to see the headlines that um, more health care being offered here in the uh, southern sector. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want I don't want us to fall for the for the rope dope. We're seeing a few more options because of the the Parkland out in the complexes out in Redbird, and then we have uh, one of you know the well well med facilities. And so the bottom line is those are good health and wellness areas of well med, but we need to continue to advocate for more uh, 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 health care facilities in our community through our city state officials and I just want everyone to know that you had an option you didn't have to be in Oak Cliff you made a conscious decision to invest in our community and so I applaud you for that and that is what folks need to know you could have gone anywhere you want to go but you have a serious care and a love for what you do it's all about serving and serving the people So I want to continue to encourage everyone to get the word out. No, you're not doing a campaign for yourself. This is about trying to take care of a community. Uh, It was totally exposed during COVID just how sick we really are. And every year that Parkland pushes out that report that talks about where the the, the areas that are the weaker weaker in terms of zip code. And it comes back to where we are, 75216, 75241. I mean, it's us. So thank you for what you do. But we've got to continue to We must support you. You're right there in the neighborhood. You love uh, our people. You love the seniors in particular, but you love what you do. So community, please begin to reach out. Come and take care of your health because your health is your wealth. So, Doc, thank you for what you're doing today, and I would love to see more programming like this uh, so that people will understand we cannot afford to take our health for granted. Well, thank you so much, Councilman, and uh, you've just been a a jewel for for us uh, uh, since we've been working on this project, and and, uh, I want to say it to you. 
publicly uh, that you you've just been a jewel and uh, uh, whatever I can do to you know to help you uh, and help the community I, I stand stand ready to do that okay well we're ready and all we can say is our health is our wealth and we must fight all those situations so we don't see you know those numbers that we saw last year and we just got to we've got to do better so just know that we're going to be doing a community campaign so we'll be going to different parts of the community making sure you're with us dr edwards and we're going to be rallying up so we can look much better and healthier in that case because may you be blessed today thank you thank you Bye. all right and we have uh, Eddie on uh, line three. Okay, Eddie? Yes. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Thank you, Doc Edwards. Yes, sir. How are you? Uh, well, I need assistance. I have uh, severe pain in the knees. I was in an area of Dallas with an upscale doctor, and it seemed as though he was more interested in the copay and get rid of my uh, ailment. And I want to know, coming... Uh, when I come to your clinic, do you, uh, uh, I like to get rid of this pain. It's difficult to walk. I have been an active person, but now it, uh, it's debilitating and I'm seeking help. Uh, when I come there, can you help me? Well, let me say this. I, if I can't, I'll let you know. Um, if I can, or if I think that I can, I'll let you know that as well. Um, like any any other you know situation you can get started and it looks like it's going to work for you and maybe you're inadequate to to take it its full distance um so um what i do is i'll i'll lay out a plan um and i you know i don't kind of hit and miss i kind of set together put together a plan and like for instance if we have uh, a is the issue We'll set a plan out for A. We'll work that plan and, and see if that plan works for us, okay? So uh, I don't just kind of go and start throwing things. What we, what we try to do is take a, an in-depth history, where everything is with you, you know, what has it been in the past, and then how do we, with this condition that you have, we identify it, and then how do we go about, you know, eliminating or making it uh, much better for you. So I can't tell you I'll get you better. I can tell you what I will do is I'll give you the best that I have. And and if we need a a conglomerate of people working together to get you where you need to go, we'll 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 work on that as well. So um, you know, I wish I could tell you right away. Yeah, that uh, you you know we'll we'll get you better. But what we will do is try to find out is. Can you get better? Is there a way to get you better? And then if it is, can, you know, what is that? So uh, I, I don't know if that's the answer that I, you know, you were looking for, but I, let me say I will do, I'll do the best that I can. And we'll, we'll have as much data as we can to say, hey, this is where we can go from here because this is what we're dealing with. Hey, Dr. Edwards, I thank you so much. I feel better sincerely already. I will set that point and then I will be there. All right. Well, thank you so much, Eddie, for calling. Thank you. All right. We've got to take a break, uh, and we'll be right back.
Kano and thanks to Communication Workers of America for their sponsorship of the Workers Beat Labor Talk Show. Heard every Saturday at 9 a.m. on KNON. CWA members work in telecommunications and information technology, the airline industry, education, healthcare, law enforcement, manufacturing, and other fields. CWA fights for fair pay and fair treatment for workers. For more information, cwa-union.org or 202-434-1100. This Thursday, September 22nd, is North Texas Giving Day. This Thursday, go to NorthTexasGivingDay.org and search for KNON to support the station. Donations to KNON are eligible for bonus challenge funds, and that makes your support of the voice of the people go even further. KNON thanks you for supporting Great Community Radio this Thursday, September 22nd, at NorthTexasGivingDay.org. Saturday, November 12th at Poor David's Pub. It's bacon, it's belly dancers, it's disco fingers, it's secret agents. It's the return of the glorious sounds of Igor and the Red Elvises at Poor David's Pub. Opening the show is the fabulous rockabilly of Jimmy Dale Richardson, live and direct from Oklahoma City. Free barbecue from Good Cook and by Alicia while last. Doors open at 7 p.m., music at 8 p.m. Tickets and more information at KNON.org. Get your front row tickets now. Igor and the Red Elvises with Jimmy Dale Richardson. Saturday, November 12th at Poor David's Pub in Dallas. This is a KNON benefit event. Hi, DJ Do It here. I'm the host of the Monday Night Blend Show on KNON Now. It's possibly the best show on the internet in Dallas on Mondays from 8 to 10 p.m. So join me on Monday nights on KNON Now from 8 to 10 p.m. for a blend of terrific music, adventure, trivia, and much, much more. Listen to KNON Now on KNON.org. Yeah, what's up? I'ma kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like Here we go. We're back with Church Information Open Forum, sitting in for Reverend Barnett, Dr. D.G. Edwards, the voice of the people, KNON 89.3. And uh, we have Malcolm Robinson on the line one. Okay. Good morning, Attorney Malcolm Robinson. How are you doing, Dr. Edwards? I'm doing uh, fine, sir. How are you? Fine. I, I, uh, I'm glad Dr. I'm glad the Red Barnett finally got you to appear on, on the radio. And I hope that going in the future that periodically he schedules you a time where you can come on. You've been very, very helpful in what you have done today. And I don't know if you know, I've, I've known you. Uh, for years, I think I met you back in 1984, 85, and when I uh, I had I was doing law practice then, I did a lot of workers' comp and did some personal injury and and would work with you in connection with the medical assistance that you provide to my client. But the the purpose of my call, I was Doctor, it was I think. I believe, and you can kind of correct me and educate me. Uh, sometimes I think doctors over-medicate. Uh, uh, you, you tell them what your problem is, and the first thing they do is write a prescription and send you to get some pills. And, and I, for some reason, I believe that when it comes to African-Americans and persons of color, 
I see that seem to be more to just prescribe a pill. And then when they when they when you come in to see them, they say, Bring all your medication. I've been in the waiting room and I see a lot of black people come in there, especially older ones, and they have bags with, with a whole bunch of um bottles in it, <laughs> you know, medication. Mm-hmm. So is that something that you have observed or is that just something that I have observed? Oh no, you, you've observed it right and, and I, I am uh, honored that you call in and, and uh, I, attorney, you know we, we've gone back for many years and we did a lot of uh, personal injury cases together and and uh, yeah, I mean you've always been, uh, you know, just a stellar uh, outstanding individuals, so far as I'm concerned, and uh, but getting back to what you are talking about, that's one of the problems that we we believe that there's a uh, appeal for every ill. Okay, that that's not the case. Uh, the the body is made to heal itself. Okay, that we that's been proven uh, without any doubt. What what we don't do is we don't really get involved in a relationship type of medicine for many of our for many of our clients. And so what I try to do is I always try to establish a relationship that if you have something that you let's say for instance you you know you taste vinegar every afternoon at four o'clock and your blood pressure go down. Well, let's stay with that. That's I don't need to give you a pill for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know uh, if I. If I found a method that uh, uh, that that this is what works for me, let's stay with that. Okay, so uh, I, I'm I'm not a big pill pusher, and and one of the things that I do when I see you with eleven or twelve different pills, we know that they some of it has to interact with each other, and and why it doesn't get its full effect. So I try to always trim medicines down to its to the minimum amount that we'll need to get the same result. So if it if it, we can get away with four, for instance, I had an older lady that was 90 a few days ago, and she'd been taking these medications every day. So I took one of the medications and I said, I want you to take this Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I want you to take this one Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. I don't want you to take anything on Sunday. Well, she came back, oh, couple of weeks later this this wasn't last week but it was uh, I'm just giving you an example yes. and she was a lot better everything was exactly uh, the way it was when she was taking it every day so there's no real I mean every every patient has a different uh, you know uh, diagram on how we get into where we need to get and I, and I do agree that we we're just pill pushers and of course you know if you have a relationship, it really helps out a whole lot. And if you know, if your patients trust you, they, you know you'll get there. So I, I, I'm a, I'm in a total agreement with you. Um, I mean, it's just it's it's far too much, and th- those medications have to inter- interact with each other to reduce their e- uh, e- efficacy. So uh, yes, I, I am totally. Uh, in agreement that there's just I mean they come in with big boxes man it's it's 12, 14 I mean I don't even remember how, how you could take all of those so what I try to do is reduce that down to its lowest amount that will get the same results yes sir well thank you I appreciate that and again 
uh, I'm glad that you, uh, Red Barnett got you to come on, and I hope that you, that you all can do it periodically in the future to, for you to come on and to, uh, you know, you, you, you've been very helpful, extremely helpful. I don't think you know how helpful you've been with you being on there uh, this morning. So, uh, anyway. Well, well, thank you so much. Uh, and we, we've got to gotta have coffee soon. Yes. Yeah, you take care. Okay, thank you, sir. Thank you. Sure, what is your name? We, are, we have another call. Okay. All right, we have uh, Arthur on uh, line uh, two. Uh, good morning, Arthur. How are you? Yes, sir. Because you're very good at what you do, you get the personal time out, and not to rush in and rush in and rush out and give a prescription. So I would like to suggest that uh, this is one way for us to come together. We always speak of uh, we need to come together, and this is an opportunity for us to do that. Yes, yes. So I just want the public to know. You are who you say you are. And you live up to what you've been saying on the radio. And so I just would like to advise others to go and just try it and see. Yes, sir. Because, and it, it has to do with culture, too. And somebody looks like you, understands you, and can relate to not only your medical situation, but the history. So that's what I just wanted to say. Well, thank you so much. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Have a great day. Thank you so much. So we have somebody on the line. Uh, yes, on uh, line three. I don't have the name, but uh, the the call is on the line three. Okay. Uh, call on line three. How are you this morning? Hello. Hello. Go right ahead. Uh, can I speak to the doctor? Yes, sir. This is the doctor. This is Dr. Edwards. How are you? Oh, yes, sir. Uh, Dr. Edwards, my name is J.R. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate you. Uh, and uh, and uh, that, that book you were talking about, Under the Skin. Uh -huh. Can you uh, reiterate it on it, sir? Because I'm reading it now. Yes, sir. It's, it's uh, excellent. Much, yeah, well, thank you so much. Uh, I'm just getting into it. Um, and my book is going to be very similar to this, not not in the same context. But we'll, we'll definitely highlight some of the same things. And as we continue to highlight them, we hope to get more support. Uh, we can be better, okay? Uh, and I don't know, and I don't have any other way to know that you and I can get better or... Uh, someone else is if we don't work together and we have to learn to be agreeable at the same time we're disagreeable so uh, we don't have to fall out but we can bring perspectives that make sense to us that may not make sense to you so we can come together and extract from that the differences of what's best for the the uh, the project or for the people so I I uh, I do I do appreciate you calling and, I, and I'm like I said I'm just getting into the book but it is uh, it's a very good book by uh, Miss Linda Bellarosa. Thank you, sir. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
Yes, sir. All right. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, we are out of time. And uh, to the producer, we want him to know that we appreciate it. Uh, he was very helpful, and we got off to a slow start there. I, I think I'm a little tired and got all the, the K-N-O-N's mix, mixed up, but uh, we, we did have a good time, and I do thank you for for uh, for this day. And uh, You're welcome, and uh, you still have five extra minutes if you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, well, we'll... Uh, next week you'll have Reverend Marion Barnett, uh, my good friend and one of the most uh, gracious men that I know. And so I do thank you all and uh, I'll be back when I'm invited. Thank you so much.